0: Welcome to Family Law Talk, presented by Kirk Stangy of Stengy Law Firm, PC. Stengy Law Firm is a family law firm in the St. Louis metro area, with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk with Stengy Law Firm. My name is Kirk Stangy, a managing partner of Stangy Law Firm. Uh, today's topic is... Is divorce or bankruptcy first, which is a common topic that often comes up at our firm with with clients and potential clients all the time. Before we get to the topic today, I should state that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements, and that the information you obtain in this podcast today is general in, in nature and may not apply to specific factual or legal circumstance. So that said, let's get back to the topic again, which is a common one, unfortunately in this economy, which is do I get the divorce done first, or do I get the bankruptcy done first? This comes up every day uh, at our firm with, with clients, potential clients. It's just a common common situation in this economy. And I can tell you, in handling lots of family law cases with clients in this exact situation, the most common common viewpoint out of the gates is, you know, let's get this divorce done first. Uh, the marriage is bad. You know, I'd like to clean up, uh, you know, clear up this uh uh, the divorce itself get that divorce over with, and and then, at the conclusion of this, I can go see a bankruptcy attorney and take care of the debt problem and I think that 's where most clients are at out of the gates uh, that that is their starting place um, because when they when they contemplate this whole situation, they think, well, wait a minute, if we go to the bankruptcy court, this could take a long period of time and, and it could hold up a divorce, and then i 'm going to be uh, married to somebody. That I perhaps don't want to be married with, and, and a lot of these individuals, you know, what they contemplate is if they do a bankruptcy, they're going to be looking at doing a joint bankruptcy. But that's tough uh, when you're when you're going through a broken marriage, a marriage where there's difficulties, uh, to then try to work with somebody that you're about to divorce. And I think when presented uh, with with that kind of option, where most clients are coming from is let's get let's get the divorce done first. Uh, we can deal. Uh, with the debt situation later um, and what a lot of clients then do uh, to get the divorce done is what their inclination will be is you know they'll take on a lot of the debt perhaps debt that they have no possible way of paying uh, it could be credit card debt uh, it could be <clears throat> a house that they're upside down on Uh could be things like lines of credit uh, maybe they're upside down on vehicles and and again Where a lot of these clients are coming from is they're thinking, you know what, I'll just take on uh, a lot of debt, debt that I know I can't possibly pay. And again, as soon as the divorce is done, the viewpoint is they'll go to bankruptcy attorney, um, uh, they'll wipe all of that debt, and and then they'll be in a fantastic situation. At this point, uh, the divorce will have been complete, and on top of that, all the debt that they had, that debt, uh, if it's a Chapter 7 uh, basically that debt is all extinguished. Uh, if it's a Chapter 13, they're on some kind of repayment plan, uh, but then at the conclusion of that repayment plan, the debt's extinguished, and they think life at, at that point is really going to be pretty fantastic. Uh, the marriage will be concluded, and they have a fresh start from that vantage point. And again, the debt uh, will have been uh, extinguished uh, through the bankruptcy action. I think they got a fresh start in terms of, of this debt situation. Sounds fantastic uh, to a lot of folks out there and sounds pretty darn appealing. Uh, here's a dilemma and here's the situation, and uh, I just point the listeners to two things out there that the listeners can read out there on the Internet. First, we've got an article on our webpage known as FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. Uh, again, www.FamilyLawHeadquarters.com, and it deals with the issue of bankruptcy And you can read it, because what happened is in 2005, um, under President George W. Bush, a new bankruptcy law was enacted called the Bankruptcy Abuse Prevention and Consumer Protection Act. And again, this this article is on familylawheadquarters.com. The date of the article is uh, July 21st, 2013, and the title is Bankruptcy and Divorce, the Enactment, of the Bankruptcy Abuse Prevention and Consumer Protection Act and what it means. So, you know, to the listeners out there, go go to familylawheadquarters.com, read that article. It's a good synopsis of the law and a lot of the key, key provisions as it relates to bankruptcy and divorce. But <clears throat> if you read that article, I think it's pretty eye-opening for, for a lot of uh, the listeners out there. And then uh, at the end of 2012 in Missouri, uh, a pretty important case came down on the issue of bankruptcy and divorce. The the case is Henderson versus Henderson. It's a Missouri Court of Appeals case. Uh, it's the eastern district which means it comprises the eastern part of Missouri. Uh, the date of the case is December 26, 2012. So this case came out a day after Christmas. Uh, the cause number is ED98357. So to the listeners out there you could look up this case as well, Henderson versus Henderson. But but here's here's a deal and here's kind of the moral of of this case and and, and a lot of this again is covered in the article on familylawheadquarters.com but but the overall rule is this and I guess I should just you know state is a preface and disclaim this which is I'm a family law attorney uh you know that's what I do that's what my practice is limited to at Stengy Law firm I am not a bankruptcy attorney uh bankruptcy is not an area of law that I practice in and and I've got lots of good folks. I refer bankruptcy cases to. So for any potential clients out there, if you're looking for a referral to bankruptcy attorney, I could certainly help you with that. But I think anybody reading this case, Henderson versus Henderson is left with, with this general rule, which is under the, under that new bankruptcy law that came out in 2005, um, I mean, the rule is basically this, which is if you agree to take on certain debt as part of the the marital settlement and separation agreement. So it could be credit card debt that you take on. It could be that house you're upside down on. Um, I mean, it could be lines of credits. I mean, it could virtually be any debt that is incurred through the course of marriage. But if you take debt on under this case, you can't then later at the conclusion of the divorce go to the bankruptcy court and wipe that debt and, and be out from underneath it, which is, again, that's what where a lot of the individuals that come through our firm, that's you know, exactly where they want to go. They want to get divorced first, then wipe the debt and bankruptcy, and they think they're free and clear. But if you look at this case, uh, this case pretty much shoots down that whole theory and that whole approach. Uh, in this case, in particular, husband took on a line of credit uh, in the marital settlement and separation agreement. So in this divorce, he agrees to pay a certain line of credit, right? <clears throat> he then gets divorced and then does exactly what a lot of clients out there kind of theorize is the way to do this, is he goes to the bankruptcy court, files files for bankruptcy, gets this debt extinguished in the bankruptcy court, and then just ceases at that point. Now he thinks he's done with it. He thinks that debt is gone. Well, wife... Uh, gets upset when husband husband doesn't pay this line of credit, of course, the line of credit uh the holder that line of credit uh i mean at that point they don't care whether they get the money from husband or whether they get it from wife. they want to be paid back on this debt, <clears throat> and so husband's not paying it because he thinks he's got it extinguished in bankruptcy court wife doesn't want to pay it because as part of the the settlement deal the divorce wife's belief is that husband's paying that, and in fact. That's what husband agreed to do, and that was what was in the marital settlement agreement, which was approved by the judge in this case. So wife ultimately files a motion for contempt against husband and says, wait a minute, husband, you were ordered to pay this debt in the marital settlement and separation agreement. You then went to the bankruptcy court and wiped it, but that's completely contrary to what you agreed to do in this divorce action. And again, break this down. I know this is confusing to a lot of the listeners out there, but the bankruptcy court is is part of the federal court system Uh, the divorce court is part of the state uh, state court system so here your husband agrees in state court to pay this line of credit then he goes to the federal bankruptcy court and gets it wiped and what wife says is you can't do that i mean you agreed to pay this debt in state court and i'm not getting stuck with this debt now and so i'm going to hold you in contempt and husband's position is wait a minute I went to the, the federal bankruptcy court and I got a discharge on this debt. They say I don't have to pay it anymore. And on top of it, you didn't file any objection in the bankruptcy court to what I was doing. So really you waived, you waived the right to hold me in contempt and to hold me responsible for this debt when I got this wife to the bankruptcy court and and you didn't object to it. Uh, and again, the interesting part of this case is that the, that the trial court, uh, which is the state court, uh, the state court agreed with husband and said, yeah, you know, he got he got a discharge in in the bankruptcy court and, and wife did not file any kind of objection uh, uh, with the bankruptcy court. And therefore, he's free and clear and out of this out of his debt, in essence, and he's not held in contempt, uh, at least not on this specific point. A uh, wife then appeals this to the Court of Appeals. Uh, the Eastern District Court of Appeals in Missouri, and that and that's the case here. And uh, and again, the holding of this case is is pretty darn clear and pretty darn strict, which is under that new bankruptcy law, uh, if if you know if an individual agrees to take on debt, and they assert to that state court they're going to pay that debt, they then can't run to the federal bankruptcy court under this new law and have it wiped. And so the judgment uh in this case was reversed. In other words, the Court of Appeals reversed the decision of the trial court, uh indicated in essence that wife had, had proved her proved her case for contempt or met the essential elements, and that husband did nothing uh to rebut that. Uh and so the case is reversed and remained a down and, and it, I mean I think if you read this case a clear moral is this, which is I know to the folks out there you know, when you're going through a divorce, you want to get that divorce done. Uh, you want to get that divorce concluded, and this debt issue is something you'd like to deal with later. But uh, this is just one case. It's the Eastern District of Missouri. I, you know, I assume a lot of listeners out there live in a lot of different states and a lot of different jurisdictions. But if you read the holding of this case, it's pretty darn clear that uh, you seriously, if you're going through a divorce and you have a lot of debt and when you look at that debt realistically there's no way you're going to be able to pay it back The clear uh, holding in this case is listen when you're dealing with bankruptcy and divorce boy you better speak to a bankruptcy attorney before you conclude that divorce at a minimum and consult that bankruptcy attorney go through your options find out you know is bankruptcy an option for you when looking at the debt that you have and looking at your income and if it is an option The clear holding of this case is that it's probably wise in a lot of instances, maybe most instances, to seriously consider uh, filing that bankruptcy first, uh, getting that bankruptcy concluded, uh, and then you conclude the divorce afterwards. I think that's the the holding of this case uh, under that new bankruptcy law. I know it's the exact opposite of what a lot of listeners out there think. I think it's the exact opposite of what – I think a lot of people who've been involved in the legal process think because you know a lot of people are thinking pre-2005 when they're uh, analyzing these types of situations where you go after 2005 with this new law, you know, that key provision is you can't wipe uh, debt that, that you agreed to take in a divorce action through a marital settlement and separation agreement. So, again, listeners out there, see a bankruptcy attorney. if uh, If you've got a lot of debt, Uh, see a bankruptcy attorney and make sure that you're doing the right thing. And and while it might temporarily delay your divorce uh, to go through a bankruptcy action first, I mean, on the flip end, what you don't want to do is be in a situation where you've agreed to take a lot of debt that you couldn't possibly afford to pay. Because under the holding of this case, uh, you could be stuck with it forever and you might not ever be able to get out from underneath it. So very critical, uh, very, very critical that you speak with a bankruptcy attorney. And while you, know, you might be going through a divorce and there might be a lack of trust, maybe some hard feelings with your spouse, uh, I think a lot of attorneys out there would agree with me that one of the best ways you can take care of the debt problem is to put aside your differences temporarily with your spouse, file a joint bankruptcy, and wipe all that debt uh, and do that and then and then get divorced and, and uh And conclude your divorce that way. And the beauty of that is then when you get divorced, if you've done a seven, for example, there is no debt. So when you draft a marital settlement and separation agreement, if you've gotten a discharge, there's no debt to even deal with, which makes that divorce so much easier to solve because a lot of these cases turn into a fight in terms of who's going to take the debt in these types of cases. But if you did a seven, you wiped out the debt, that's one less one last thing there is to fight about and then on the flip end let's say you do a bankruptcy and it's a chapter 13 and a chapter 13 of course is a repayment plan where uh, you you know the debtor agrees to pay a certain percent of the debt owed over a period of time uh, in essence in exchange for that debt being extinguished but if it's a chapter 13 for example the terms of that chapter 13 can be incorporated into the marital settlement separation agreement and then there's consistency in other words then what was ordered by the bankruptcy court is the same thing being ordered by the state court in that marital settlement separation agreement. So, again, to the folks out there, to the listeners out there who are going through a divorce but have lots of debt, see a bankruptcy attorney. It's totally worth the consultation. uh, Even though you might be in a rush to get the divorce done, make sure that when that divorce is concluded you're not agreeing to take on debt that you couldn't possibly afford to pay. All right, well, that concludes our episode of Family Law Talk with Stengy Law Firm today. We'll see you next time with our next episode. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stange. Visit StangeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stange Law Firm to work for your family today.